this is Jamie Andelin, and you are listening to my podcast, Your Turn on Desire. I am a wife and a mother. I'm a women's sexuality coach, and I'm an intimacy advocate. But enough about me, because this podcast is all about you and helping you learn how to enjoy sex and look forward to sex in your marriage. My 11-year-old son was crying and begging me for the 15th time to please let him go trick-or-treating. He had a brand new dinosaur costume and was devastated that I wasn't going to let him wear it and go door-to-door with his 101-degree fever. We were going to host a dinner and his friends and his, their families were going to come to our house. And after dinner, they were all going to go trick-or-treating together. But he had developed a high fever and could barely sit or stand. I wasn't allowing him to gather with the group and spread whatever illness he had to everyone in the neighborhood. He didn't have an appetite, yet he was starving. He was exhausted and grumpy and emotional. I spent Halloween weekend 2022 taking care of my sick child, which in and of itself is quite the undertaking for anyone. But now, add on top of the situation, him not feeling very well physically, but on top of everything, was also angry about missing trick-or-treating. It was exhausting emotionally and physically for both of us, and I was starting to feel very constricted. A weekend of cleaning, caring for a sick, grumpy child, unexpected money spent, and changing my plans would leave me feeling diminished as a woman and therefore these feelings used to diminish my sexual desire. If the idea of adding sex with my husband into this mix was ever suggested, I would get frustrated because it just felt like one more thing to do for someone else. The idea of sex felt like it was coming out of left field out of nowhere. It would feel so inconsiderate of me and what I needed. I would feel a sort of quiet rebellion sneak in and I would not let myself want sex. What has more impact on a woman's sexual desire than her physical or biological urges? The way she thinks about sex. If she is thinking that sex is one more constricting thing in her life, then she doesn't allow herself to want it. If she thinks she can't enjoy pleasure because she is suffering in any way, then she doesn't allow herself to want sex. This draining experience I had over this past Halloween weekend devoted me even more to my intimate relationship with my husband. I was not about to let myself turn away from my husband 
and add this disconnect to my already depleted mind, body, and soul. If a woman believes sex will expand and replenish her and her relationship, then she will allow herself to want it. She will desire it. Are you really struggling with low desire? Or are you thinking about sex as if it's a chore? Do you really have low desire? Or are you needing to offer yourself more pleasure, compassion, and nurturing? And could sex actually be the kind of replenishing that you really need? When you ditch the constricting ideas you were taught about your sexuality, your body, and your role in your relationship, that is when you ditch the struggle with low desire. Most women were taught more about avoiding sex and feeling ashamed than they were taught how to be at peace with their sexuality and how to embrace their desire. Learn the truth about what's causing you to not allow yourself to want sex. And not only will you ditch the struggle with low desire and all the unnecessary arguments and disconnect between you and your spouse, but you'll start to feel so much more alive in every other area of your life as well. Thank you for joining me on this short, or should we call it a quickie, episode of Your Turn on Desire. 